The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Good afternoon, church. This is Jim Moore, one of your hosts on Prison Transformation Radio and also the executive director of the R3 Collaborative. And we're on every Saturday afternoon at at 1 o'clock p.m. on AM 980, The Mission. Uh, Looking forward to the show today. We've, uh, last week we had Prison Fellowship on the program, and today we're going to be talking about Angel Tree. The question is, what about the children? What about the families? And and how does Prison Fellowship and, most importantly, the church community support them? So I would just like to begin by just welcoming the Holy Spirit in. Father God, bring your spirit into this room as, as we speak. Let it be your voice that speaks through us. And folks that are driving in their car, join them there and in their homes and their offices at their computers. And just please bless this half hour. And I would like to welcome my dear friend and co-host, Pastor Dwight Anderson. How are you doing, Dwight? Thank you. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, I'm doing great. And as the director of Prison Mission Association, we provide free Bible response courses to inmates all across the country, but we also like to provide support and help for those families out there. So uh, one of the books we use and we give out, and I have a giveaway this for this show, for those that might be interested, this book is called Help, My Loved One is in Jail, What Do I Do Now? And it's by Lenny Spitali, that's S-P-I-T-A-L. L-E, if you want to Google it. But I have five copies of this book. I'd like to give away, Jim. Right. And if you guys will right. listen through the radio show, at the end of the show, I'll tell you how you can get a free copy. Wonderful. And again, going back to the program for today, where the, well, obviously the heart of the program is prison transformation. And we do talk about prison in a concrete sense and folks that are in prison, but we also talk about folks that are in prison in addiction. And I like to refer to them as the lost. And, and again, the lost are those that are trapped in the prison, but those that are tragically trapped in the whole process too are their children and their loved ones. And we really work in addiction to engage and support the family who often get shattered and broken. And, mm-hmm. and that's just, again, kind of special, but today, because we're talking about what can prison fellowship do and what do they do that, that supports the family. And as we were talking to you, you'll meet Cody in a moment, but as we were talking to him before the program, he just stressed how critical the church is. And so that's just a lot of our heart today, mm-hmm. is how can you as pastors, as church members, how can you get involved and support it? So, um, and prison missions is your thing, Pastor Dwight. Uh, I'm, I assume you've come across Angel Tree and Absolutely. Prison Fellowship? Yes. Give yes, us a little sir. background before we bring Cody on. Oh, okay. Well, you mean the history? I don't want to spoil no, his- No, just uh, a little bit of what your experience was. Oh, my experience. Been. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, a good friend of mine is a camp uh, director of Northern Grace Youth Camp in Wisconsin, and they have sponsors, and he's actually contacted us about inmates that we are helping. If any of their children wanted to go to camp, they would sponsor- 
the children uh, of the inmates. And uh, they also have a big Christmas program. But like I said, I don't yeah. want to spoil no, and, and, uh, and Cody's Cody thunder. Cody will talk a lot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's a fantastic program. That's why we wanted to invite them. They're one of yeah. the first guests on our program, especially this time of the year as we're thinking about Christmas. And, uh, you know, the, with, the, with the beginnings of it, the history, again, I don't want to spoil the, the story that Cody's going to tell, but yeah. Um, yeah. it's a great story about how it all got started. Yeah. So, again, last week we had Tom Lundquist with Prison Fellowship, which is the umbrella organization. Tom was talking about Prison Fellowship Academy, mm-hmm. which is, and it was amazing, all states and 350,000 people. So, if any of you missed the show with Tom, you can go to am980themission.org and you can listen to a podcast of that. But Tom did tell us that Cody was coming today and just God bless you, Cody. It's good to get to know you and your work. And you're the regional director flying all over five states. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself, your role with Prison Fellowship, and then we'll jump into Angel Tree. Yeah, thanks, Jim. So uh, like I said, my name's Cody Wild. I get to serve as regional director with Prison Fellowship. So I oversee all of our field operations. That's both in prison and outside of prison for an 11-state region. So over the the Midwest and Great Lakes. So basically... Nebraska and the Dakotas out to Ohio and Kentucky. If it's prison fellowship, I get to oversee it. So, so you're like, I, I tend to stay here in Minneapolis, but I know Pastor Dwight is on planes all the time. So um, sounds like you're kind of out there too. Yep, came from New York this morning. So Oh, there you go. So thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And again, Tom talked last week about the broader prison fellowship, but, but let's zero in on Angel Tree. We always like to start with, give us a little history. Help us understand a little bit the history of Angel Tree, purpose, the mission. What is Angel Tree? Yeah, I'd love to. So Angel Tree is our largest program within Prison Fellowship. So, you know, Tom talked about the in-prison side of things. Um, What Angel Tree really does is it addresses and focuses on the family members of those who are incarcerated. Um, The program itself has been operating since 1982. Okay. So there's a woman named uh, Mary Kay Beard who um, uh, did a six-year prison sentence. Um, She was actually facing upwards of 150 years uh, in prison. But um, uh, the Lord, you know, let her out or she got out after about six years. It was an incredible story. But one of the uh, transformative um, things that she experienced while in prison is she saw these uh, various women who would send – it was essentially toiletries – uh, to their kids, and these these toiletries had been donated by local churches. And so what she witnessed was the role that these gifts um, can have on uh, the restoration of families. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't so much about the gift, but the fact that it came from mom. Right? Yeah. Um, was just this very impactful thing for her. So when she got out of prison, she wanted to um, offer something on a larger scale. And this is down in the, the state of Alabama. Um, and so what, what she ended up doing was they set up a, a Christmas tree at a mall in, a, in, in Birmingham, um, and they had these little cutouts of angels with names of, of different hmm. children on there. Oh, that's where Angel Tree. That's where Angel Tree came from. It is. It is. And so that year they did, it was over, I think it was 500 and some kids they were able to serve and partner with local churches. The next year they did 12 states. That's awesome. And uh, today we're we're looking at around uh, 300,000 children nationwide that we're going to do. Isn't the total of something like 6 million is what I read online that you've served? 
that we've served. Yes, yeah. yep, yep. Over the course. Yeah. And then, what history. was the number, Dwight, of the number of children that are out there that currently have? It's millions, I know, that currently have. Well, I've read two point seven million. Maybe you have, or yeah. one point seven million. Two point seven million. Two point yeah. seven yeah. million children have a a, spa, a, a parent incarcerated. Yeah. So it's 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 a uh, it's huge. Yeah. So I so these are in. I know we have a lot of prisons in the mm-hmm. state of Minnesota. Is Angel Tree operating in all of those in our state? It is at both the, the state and federal level. Okay. Um, where we have Angel Tree. And so how the process works uh, is that typically in the late spring or early summer, um, a man or woman who's incarcerated uh, can sign up to have um, a gift uh, sent or delivered to their children. Um, Once those names are are vetted and we want to make sure that there aren't restraining orders or anything like that, um, once those things are confirmed, we then take those names and local churches will actually partner with us. We provide those names to the local churches. The churches then uh, purchase the gifts and deliver them to the children on behalf of mom and dad. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a note that uh, the the incarcerated parent actually rights and then those are included in the gifts mm. and so the the church is just trying to to come alongside um, these families excellent so. and that that is the heart of prison transformation radio the reason gary borgendale started this program with the salem media group is it, you have it packaged put together structured because there's a lot of folks pastors people in the church community they would like to get involved but it seems so far away, and 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 you know we'll, we'll give websites in that later. But you have a structured program that a church can come alongside, mm-hmm. and you walk them through it and step by step, and they provide some financial support for launching it. But most importantly, the human support of their church. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. So t- give us a little insight into the problem in terms of. I just can't imagine what it's like for these. Ch- for the families, the loved ones, mm-hmm. that's, you know, spouses and other family members, but, but especially the kids. Uh, what's it like for these folks that you're seeking to serve? What is the problem you're trying to address, Cody? Yeah, so when we, when we think about incarceration, a lot of times we think about just the man or woman who's actually in prison mm-hmm. and the shame and you yeah. know, guilt feelings, but those also translate to the family. And so there's sort of this... Um, hidden brokenness that that you don't see that's mm-hmm. there. And so the mission of prison fellowship is to restore those affected by crime and incarceration. Okay. That's not just those in prison. Yeah. You know, it's, yes. it's the families. But not only that, it's society you yeah. know, at large because mm-hmm. we're all affected by it. Yeah. And so what we try to do is it, it gives incarcerated parents a way to uh, provide a Christmas gift and a personal message delivered by caring Local volunteers is a tangible representation of their love. Yeah. Um, and so we want to uh, bring that restoration in a holistic manner. It's, it's, it's the gospel um, in word and deed yeah. that we're yeah. trying to come alongside. So I'm imagining that not just during the, the, while the family member in prison is incarcerated, but I'm envisioning this gives a church community for those families to be involved with and when they are restored and as they're being restored mm-hmm. after prison, mm-hmm. do you see folks coming and 
incoming part of the church, these families, in some cases? Absolutely. There, there was a, a story I was speaking with a, um, uh, an angel tree coordinator, which is our, our, a volunteer position, the person mm-hmm. who's sort of in charge of it at a local church, um, about some of her experiences uh, in that volunteer capacity. And she was recalling the story from the previous year where they had uh, put together an angel tree party. And so that's one of the ways in which the the gifts can get distributed. So they'll actually send out invitations to the kids and they'll throw a a party at the church and they'll have, um, Mm. you know, the gifts will be handed out. They'll have games, food. It's it's really a a fun event. And so this this little boy came uh, with his mom and this angel tree coordinator was able to strike up a conversation with mom and uh, they really hit it off and she invited her uh, to come back the following Sunday um, to be a part of the, you know, just to be invited to the, the local church. Um, so the mom came uh, with the little boy and um, numerous times after that, you know, this angel tree coordinator would see this this woman and her son there. And then one day um, she looks out in, in the congregation oh. and sees mom, the son, and dad. Mm. Sitting wow. together, awesome. and so when we talk about restoration, that may be a, been the first time that this family is actually coming together to do something, mm-hmm. you know. And it's in the context of a healthy, restorative community. This is where the church gets to be the church. Yeah, um, that we're coming alongside. What is the mission of the church? You know, I think it's yeah. Bill Hybels who says that, you know, the local church is the hope of the world. That this is God's plans for the restoration of the world, and there is no plan B. Yeah, and so yeah. this is where the church gets to really. Um, uh, embrace the heart of God because clearly in Scripture, God cares about this population. Amen. It needs to be a healing community, <clears throat> the church. And so, how can a church, if somebody's listening right now, mm-hmm. and by the way, we're talking with Cody Wild, who's the regional director with Prison Fellowship here in uh, he's he's here in Minnesota, and he's telling us about Angel Tree. So, Cody, tell us how a church or pastor or someone, individuals, or how, are, how can they get involved? How can we activate the church? We'd love to see a lot more people getting involved because of the numbers. There's 2.2 million or 2.3 million incarcerated and then almost as many kids affected as, yeah. as are in prison. Uh, so share with us how they can get involved. Yeah, a few ways. One, we have a website. Um, prisonfellowship.org um, is going to is going to give you an overview of what we do as an organization and then there's a, a section on there about angel tree so that could be prisonfellowship.org backslash angel tree otherwise angeltree.org but what that's going to do is it's going to provide um, more of the ways to get involved and so a local church can sign up um, to actually be an angel tree church where they're going to provide the gifts they're going to partner with us um, and then uh, one of the ways in which we want to follow up with those churches will provide actually mentor training so that um, members of that church can then mentor the kids after oh the Christmas gosh. season. So they can actually get directly involved. Correct, members. correct. And so we view um, that gift as really the entry point into the life of the church. Okay. We're trying to connect local families with local churches and then provide the resources for them to continue that relationship through mentoring. But then we also have a summer camp program. And so we partner with uh, local uh, Bible camps um, and we have scholarships mm-hmm. where we can send the kids to mm-hmm. um, uh, the, those camps. So those are just some of the ways that uh, – Angel Tree, you know, wants to partner with local churches, but it's really, you know, 
equipping and empowering those churches to realize how much capital they have, social capital, you yeah. know, the, the gifts and abilities that they have, and to really utilize with those who are local to their own communities. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the ways that uh, local churches can get involved um, with with Angel Tree. Um, you know, we're a nonprofit organization, so you know we uh, our our main workforce are volunteers. So one can get involved um, in addition uh, to Angel Tree with our in prison programs. You know, Tom had talked about our Prison Fellowship Academy yeah. last week, so yeah. that's another way uh, to be involved. Um, that's what I was going to ask you your greatest needs. I, yeah. I guess you're answering the <laughs> yeah, yeah. question already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anticipating your question. Now, uh, so, you know, as a nonprofit, we are completely donor-funded. We don't take any government money whatsoever. And so in order to provide these services and to provide um, uh, Angel Tree, we're also dependent upon donations. Yeah. Um, so we've got the volunteers, we've got the donations, but most importantly, um, this is a kingdom organization. Mm-hmm. Um, we need your prayers. Yeah. Yes. And Amen. and I wanted to reinforce that. And we were often talking about through the R3 Collaborative and particularly this prison program, there are a lot of ways to get involved. And someone once said, like water, we all seek our own level. <laughs> and and I, I know if you're out there, and particularly if you haven't gotten involved, prayer. I mean, it is spiritual warfare. I won't mm-hmm. go off on a tangent, but it is in prayer yeah. that we pull together as a church and that is a way for you to, to whatever you're doing, whoever you are, you can involve that way. And the kingdom needs fuel. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've often learned with ministries. That's what the donations are. They provide the fuel for this to happen. But mm-hmm. as I hear you talk about not just opportunities to volunteer and mentor, but mentor training, mm-hmm. I imagine that equips people, helps mm-hmm. them feel comfortable. So I just want to urge you, those of you out there as you're listening to us, um, get involved at your own level, if if at first from a distance, but the hands-on involvement is the most overwhelmingly positive experience. I've been working with Teen Challenge for 10 years, and it's direct relationships with people, being able to mentor people. I mean, not only is it a kingdom contribution, but it's just the personal, spiritual joy and power that comes out of that for yourself so i'm just really glad you have a way for people to mm-hmm. connect personally and and get involved with it yeah. um beyond mentoring um any other opportunities to volunteer as a church or other things that a church can do yeah so like i said with our in-prison programs um you know we're, we're trying to view this issue of, of incarceration and in brokenness uh from a holistic manner and so there are opportunities to get involved in the in-prison side um, but then it's really once those families uh, are invited into the life of the church, um, invest. Yeah. You know, invest in your local community, invest in these families. Um, it, it's just a, it's a beautiful thing to see how the people of God can come around, you know, those who have experienced this type of brokenness. Yeah. Um, to really and provide that support after the fact or after prison absolutely Mm -hmm. um so like in that story that i was telling you about the the father you know joining the family when you think about all the resources that are just there in that church somebody knows somebody who's looking to hire somebody yeah you know there's just a ton there that the church may not realize is there Mm -hmm. but through those social networks uh, that that restorative uh, journey can really really take root and, and through the R3 Collaborative, it's, it's recovery, reentry, and renewal. A lot of what we focus on is, and Tom talked about this last week, after people come out of prison, 
Um, tragically, most of the people who go through treatment struggle with relapse. Mm-hmm. Many, if not the majority of people, struggle with recidivism, which is the term they use for going back back into prison. So there's just so much needed in terms of that network of support, community, and, and the church seems to be the home for that. People have a hard time identifying social services, but gosh, the church can help, right, Cody? Help mm-hmm. them connect with what, what else is available in the community. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Cody, if someone's listening right now, maybe they're driving in their car and they're thinking, hey, I know someone. My neighbors, you know, the, the kids are, the, their parents, the parents in prison, you know, how can they get them enrolled or how could someone get involved, you know, on the other side, someone who's got incarcerated parents, like the children, how can they sign up to get involved? Oh, that's a good this? question. You know, how can they? Yep. So with Angel Tree, the sign up happens on uh, the, the the side of the parents first, um, and so the parent is the one who actually initiates. The, so how do they do that? The parent. Yep. So uh, we have applications or uh, that you could find with a chaplain at any of the. Is facilities. it online or no? Nope, because the parent who is actually incarcerated. So the, the, the oh, the, so it's initiated. Okay. It's from initiated from prison. the prisoner. Yes. Oh, okay. So yeah. how would the prisoner know how to do that, or how do we get that message to them? So we go out to the different facilities. We do uh, things called in-prison signups in the state of Minnesota. We don't do that, but um, we provide those information to the the chaplains. We'll go around to the different facilities and uh, provide that information to uh, the men and women who are incarcerated. Have you ever gone to the uh, trans... um Transitional fairs? That might be a great way to we, do that. we have been a part of those before. Okay. Because yep. you can put up a table. And yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, we, in the, a minute or so we have left, any other stories? Any, uh, Biblical? Other st- you were going to share maybe yeah, yeah, a Bible yeah. story? Well, you know, one of the, the, the passages in Scripture that has both uh, informed um, my view of this ministry as well yeah. as haunted me. Yeah. And those are sometimes the best texts, the ones that just stick with you. Um, it's the story of, it, it comes in Mark chapter 5, um, where Jesus had just got done casting out this legion of demons, you know, into a group of pigs. He crosses across this body of water. Um, this crowd meets him, and this guy named Jairus comes to the front of the crowd and says, hey, would you come heal my daughter? So Jesus and the crowd are on their way there. But on Jesus' way to go and heal this, this little girl, this woman is sitting by the side of the road. And Scripture describes her as having this physical malady, this discharge of yeah. blood, that she had done everything she could to get better and nothing would work. Um, so she reaches out and touches the cloak of Jesus and is instantly healed. And Jesus bends down and he says, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Now go in peace. And so in those words, this woman who had experienced this tremendous physical anguish had only known being ostracized from society because of the nature of her illness, has now just been adopted into the kingdom of God. Jesus heals her physical illness, and he restores her to her community. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so we're, everything that we do is trying to take that holistic approach, mm-hmm. vertical and horizontal. We want, to do, we want to provide for the physical and relational needs of men and women who are incarcerated as well as their families, and to do it all in the name of Jesus. God bless you, Cody. Thank you. I, there's a pastor in there. I, you're formerly a pastor, is that right? I was, yes. And you still pastor. Yeah, yes. you, you never lose it. No, no you never yeah, do okay. it. You just. And, but, but what a practical way you found. So mm-hmm. I just, again, people, that's prisonfellowship.org, and that'll give you the general 
access to Angel Tree and the Prison Fellowship Academy and the other things that are happening. Um, again, we want to be supportive with r3collaborative.org. That's R, the number three, collaborative.org. Mm-hmm. And through our website, you can connect with Prison Fellowship and a whole host of ministries that are helping the lost. Pastor Dry. All right. Yep. It's time to explain how you can get this book. So if you have a loved one who's in prison, this book, it's called Help, My Loved One is in Jail, What Do I Do Now? by Lenny Spitali. So if you go to our website, uh, prisonmission.org, there'll be a contact information for me. I've got my email there, my phone number. You can either call me or email me, and the first five people to do that will get a copy of this, and I'll mail it out to you. Mm, It's called Help, My Loved One is in Jail. What do I do now? Great. And we always like to close with a prayer. Pastor Cody, would you just take a few moments and close us in prayer? I'd be honored to. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity to come and um, join in what it is that you're doing in the world. So, Lord, I pray that you would uh, bless um, the the men and women who are incarcerated, I pray that you would give them a restoration, that the local church would be able to be empowered to carry out its mission. And Lord, I pray that you'd encourage those who are laboring. So I thank you for who you are, and I thank you for what you're going to do. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, everybody. See you next Saturday. Yeah, thanks, Cody. Thank you. In the name of Jesus.